Today on Locked on Blue Jackets, we are continuing our look at the upcoming draft-eligible prospects. And uh, today, we're looking at a guy called Will Smith. I've got Will Scouch here of Scouching to talk all about the American prospect today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So uh, if you haven't hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so. It helps me out, it helps you out, everybody wins. And I also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, it's the official sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. Now, as I said in the cold open today, uh, we're doing another prospect profile. Uh, we are looking at Will Smith of the USNDTP. Uh, I've got Will Scouch here to talk all about him, how he could fit in with the Blue Jackets, uh, where he's going to land in the rankings, and uh, just a bunch of stuff about uh, about the prospect. So uh, Will can say it much better than I can, so I'm just going to get right into my conversation with him. Let's go from Bedard to uh, a different prospect and this is a guy that has kind of been on my radar a little bit but um was unusual in that he didn't play at the world juniors um and i want to talk about uh will smith Mm -hmm. who is a guy that as far as i'm aware is currently sitting maybe around fifth or sixth in terms of most um scouting reports so what can you what can you tell us about about smith smith is fascinating i I love to watch him play. He is probably probably the most creative playmaker in the entire draft. Like just the way that he's able to process things as they go on, the ability to change angles on his feet and just sort of change his view of the ice to look for secondary passing options that are in wide open space where goalies aren't. I mean, he drives a lot of offensive production just because of how he sees the ice and how creatively he manages himself relative to defenders and where he's putting pucks and how he uses his line mates. Um, He's also a pretty good shooter. That helps too, for sure. Like he's pretty good at that too. But you know, once he, like if you let Will Smith enter the offensive zone with control of the puck, which he does extremely effectively um, because of his skill and and just the evasiveness he's got, like you're going to have problems. You know, even when you think you're on top of him, he'll spin off pressure. He'll use his stick skill to sort of manipulate the puck through pressure, look for secondary passing options, pull pucks into new passing lanes and just make plays. Like he, I think he's a big reason why guys like Gabe Perot and Ryan Leonard have such high point totals, especially Gabe Perot. Like I, I like Gabe Perot just fine, but it's it's a lot a lot of stuff happens from either Will Smith taking the puck in the offensive zone and finding Gabe Perot somehow by the side of the net with a wide open net or you know Gabe Perot hitting Will Smith with a pass entering the offensive zone and the same thing happening you know it's 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 a very 
he he just has this sort of magic way of of manipulating the puck and playing around with it and and creating plays in the offensive zone that are like you know you you don't see them coming and then he's and then he pulls them off and you're going okay like i kind of see where this guy's going he's not a perfect player i personally like he's not my top rated ntdp guy um i mean if you draft him top five top ten i definitely think you've got at least a, a really really productive winger maybe i would say like he's a guy who will be absolutely disgusting on a power play um you know, one of these guys who I think will be able to thread pucks through sort of penalty kill formations and just being able to move and shake a little bit to create a little bit of space or a little bit of a gap and, and move pucks through through traffic a little better. Um, at five on five, though, I mean, he plays center. He's 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 playing center all year. I, I kind of struggle with his game off puck. He kind of sits back and sort of lets the game happen around him and. And, and he, you know, he's not very involved in, in offensive transitions. He kind of leaves that up to guys like Ryan Leonard, who are a lot quicker in a straight line or Gabe Perot, who has a bit more sort of skill in transition in terms of getting around guys that are pressuring him. Whereas Will Smith, like he has a tendency to overhandle and overthink things and doesn't have a tremendous amount of speed to sort of get the puck up the ice himself. But he, if the puck's in the offensive zone, like to me, if you don't get like Connor Bedard in the draft and you want maybe not the same player, but a similar type of player, maybe without the shot, but you have a playmaker's instinct where you just put him in the offensive zone and you'll get points out of him. Then Will Smith might not be the worst option. He turns the puck over in a good way. I mean, like he causes turnovers in the offensive zone a lot. Um, he's extremely efficient passing and carrying the puck up the ice as well. Um, even if it isn't the highest sort of value thing like a lot of his data seems to line up a lot with logan cooley from last year from what i can recall so that's the kind of player you might be looking at here but i think with him and cooley i might see a bit of a lower pace guy than logan cooley but i see a similarly creative and and manipulative guy who really has that sort of next level understanding of how to move pucks around the offensive zone and, and make those secondary plays that can be really really dangerous yeah, I mean, drafting Logan Cooley 2.0 would not be the worst thing. In no, the world, it would not. I don't think. No. But coming up in a minute, I've got more of my conversation with uh, Will about Will Smith. Uh, but first, I've got to let you know about uh, our newest sponsor, FanDuel. Uh, we're super excited about this because they are the number one sportsbook in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They've got so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers can join today to get started with $150 in free bets when you place your first $5 bet. That's right. If you put $5 in, FanDuel will give you $150 free. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. They've got all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Uh, you can even combine your bets for a bigger payout chance with a same-game parlay, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So, football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. But um, and <laughs> this is a question that I asked a lot in my draft profiles last year and kind of in the year before as well. He's listed as a center on Elite Prospects. You obviously just mentioned, you know, maybe he's going to be a really great winger. Do you see him as a guy that can play that top six center role in the NHL? Because the Blue Jackets have just so many wingers. I feel yeah. like we have wingers just coming out of our ears. We have like one and a half centers. Is he a guy that could be that for the Blue Jackets, do you think? 
it may be right. Like again, playing center in the NHL, like you kind of have to be an up and down guy. You got to be able to move. You got to be able to play defensively. You got to be able to play physical. You know, you've got to get your sticks in lanes and keep up with, 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 a, with an opponent rush coming into your own end. Like you've got to do all of these things. And with Will Smith, I just haven't seen a tremendous amount of that. Like when he does get involved sort of physically, he's bouncing off guys. And I just, it doesn't happen very often. His stick checks are okay. You know, cutting pucks off in the neutral zone. He puts himself in good position a lot, but he's just not, he's not knocking them down. He's getting his stick lifted. He's just getting beat by these guys in transition a lot more than I'd like. Like, I don't think there's a single player I've tracked that drives more dangerous offense in the offensive zone, but also gets filled in defensively as much. Like he, he, and I think a lot of that comes down to Smith where his responsibility as a center is a lot more up and down the ice, right. As opposed to being a winger where you're higher in the defensive zone, you know, you can sort of cheat into the neutral zone a little bit on breakouts and like all these things that push you offensively. But for Smith, I, I see that maybe as more of an area of the game where I'd want to just put him and say, all right, your job is more, you know, hang out in the high defensive end because the defensive game for you at center might not be quite there, but I'm not saying it's impossible, right? Like with some with some training and time and experience, you know, you go to college. I, I hope he plays center in college for sure. Um, I think he's going to Boston College. So I, I I would hope there they try him at center and 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 he learns some lessons about you know putting in putting in the work at both ends and and being a little stronger on the puck, um, you know, and and just being getting stronger as well physically. Those lessons and and developments I think would really help him in that position, and I'm, I I think it's possible. Um, but this is a guy who certainly right now brings a lot of sort of offensive tools that might benefit him more at the center position, but you never know. You, it's worth a shot. Uh, I mean, you probably know better than me about, uh, whether Ken Johnson's playing center much this year for Columbus. Uh, I can't like here and there. The blue jackets are really injured this year. So he's kind of just been playing okay. wherever there's space in the wherever. lineup. For him. Right. Yeah. Because so. he always struck me as a guy where I'm thinking, yeah, I would probably want him as a winger more than a center. But again, like with the range and sort of the the kind of flashes of speed I saw out of Johnson, it's like, well, I can't say it's impossible he can't play center. But based on how he plays, I would definitely prefer to see him lean a little more offensively, give him a little more freedom to chase the production and chase create, creating offense as opposed to playing a more 200 foot game. But it's not impossible. Where do you see him going in the draft? Obviously, with him missing the World Juniors due to, mm-hmm. I believe, was he injured and missed the training camp? And that's the I'm not in USA sure. rules. It's a good um, question. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like that was that was what it, he was either sick or injured or something, and he missed the training camp. And team I think USA he might rules, have been believe, sick. Yeah. You, if you don't do training camp, then you don't get then you don't get to right. get, regardless of how good you are. Which makes uh, sense. Does, yeah. Do you think that hurts him in his? draft ranking uh, dropping a little bit because of that or do you think he's good enough that he'll kind of hover about where he is now i think i mean i think right now i think there's a couple of things happening with will smith right now yes he didn't go to the world juniors but i don't think it's long term gonna harm him i don't think you can take too much away from a world junior performance anyway really like outside of a few different aspects that you can look at but in terms of overall and like judging how a player is in a draft class it's very difficult and probably not really worth doing but i think with will smith the under 18s are coming and I think he's, and he's going to be there and that whole team is going to be there. And I think that the U S under 18 team is going to be very, very good in that tournament, especially that top unit of Perot, Leonard and Smith. So 
I have no concerns about scouts seeing him internationally and seeing him at these big tournaments and performing really well. Cause I think he's going to perform really, really well there. Um, but I do think people are looking at him a little more with a, with a, like people, I think early in the year, they saw the skill level, they saw the offensive talent and they think, you know, like, again, if we're talking just raw talent and, and the highest best areas of a player's game in this draft, I'd say he's probably a top five talent, but in terms of putting it all together and like playing a complete game and, you know, driving results in a way where I think you could see really good production in the NHL, I think it knocks him down a little bit. You know, it's just a lot more uncertainty um, with him, and it kind of pushes him a little further down the developmental path, I think. Like, instead of maybe being a guy that's a one-and-done in college, I wouldn't be surprised to see him maybe go another year. Um, you know, you just t- take a little bit more time with him to sort of, if you, especially if you want him to play center, um, just to see where he ends up. And I think people have been not knocking him down a little bit. Like, he's at 12 or 11 on my list, and, like, that's not low, but that's lower than quite a few people, and I think more and more people are sort of a little more pessimistic about him, but I I think, again, in terms of just pure, unadulterated, just a talented hockey player that can, especially as a playmaker in this year's draft, if someone went up to the stage and drafted him as high as four or five, like, I wouldn't be surprised. It would be... It would be a little bit, it'll be a little bit like, okay, like this is going to be fun. Like, let's see how this goes. Like when Columbus drafted Ken Johnson, that was my reaction. I went, okay, yeah, shut like, the whole draft board up. like this is how they're, they're going to do this. Like this, I get it. I love it. It's nutty, but I love it. And, and let's see how this goes. You know, it's like, he's going to be one of those guys and I think it'll work out fine. I think at the end of the day, I, I don't have that many concerns about him, but um you know, I, I think outside of the world junior, maybe some evaluations are shifting on him, but I feel like once the under 18s come around, that'll be a really nice way to see him really pushed him pushing himself and, and having himself pushed sort of to a, to a different level when there's a high stakes international tournament where, you know, he's going to be asked to be the guy, right? Like he's going to eat. It, it'll be interesting to see on that NTDP team who are going to be the guys at that tournament. Cause I think there's a number of guys that could certainly show very well. Yeah, for sure. So if people want to know more about scouting, they want to follow your scouting process, things like that. I know you're definitely one of the first guys that I go to when I want to learn more about a prospect. Uh, Where could people find you and your work on the internet? Yeah, you can follow my work uh, on Twitter at Scouching or Scouching.ca. It's the website I run. Uh, You can also subscribe on my YouTube channel uh, at Scouching. We do weekly live streams every Thursday night, so you can ask questions and have them answered by myself. Uh, It's all all a good time and, uh, you know, usually around two hours every Thursday. So feel free to drop in and uh, whatever. It's also available as a podcast on various podcasting platforms. Um, you can also directly support my work through uh, Patreon at patreon.com slash scouching or uh, through my YouTube membership program, which is accessible under every single YouTube video I've made. So uh, all that is a good start. I also do some work for McKeenshockey.com, uh, and there's some stuff coming down the stretch now with myself and my video team colleague, Sam McGilligan. Uh, so you can follow up on that site as well over the next couple of months. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to sit down and uh inform me a little bit more about prospects because every year I'm like I'm gonna learn about prospects and then every year I'm like there's just so many of them so I'm gonna get people much smarter than me to come and talk about them (laughs) it's all good I'm happy to hop on whenever Jay it's been a good time and that's kind of all I've got for you today uh 
tomorrow is Monday, so I'll have a new episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about the games at the weekend, uh, how they went, the good, the bad, the in-between, the ugly, you know, all of that good stuff. Uh, that's going to be tomorrow's episode. And uh, thank you for listening to this episode, though. Uh, thank you for making your first listen of the day every day. Locked Up Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. If you haven't hit subscribe over there, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. You get notified when new episodes go live. We are on our way to a new milestone, which is super exciting for me. And uh, just I, if you already subscribe on YouTube, uh, I appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate you if you don't, if you have not subscribed yet. But I would appreciate you more if you did. Um, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on. <laughs>